to another podcast episode of Car Sales 101. All right, guys. Sorry I didn't do the Monday motivation. Just got a little busy. Um, got Actually, I probably won't be able to do this Monday, too, because my daughter's birthday party. We got to celebrate her birthday, even though she turned um, 7, August 27th. So we're a little late. Uh, we're late to a lot of stuff. But regardless, <laughs> y'all don't need to know my personal life. Um, hey, uh, before we get started, um, back with your beautiful host, beautiful bald host, Tony Story here. Um, anyways, so one of the things is, is uh, oh, let me get into this uh, episode. Let me do some house cleaning real quick. Uh, if y'all want to know where to find me, find me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. Find me on Instagram at TNT Dad 2728 and find me on LinkedIn, Tony in parentheses, Anthony, last name Story. If you get great value out of this uh, content or value out of this podcast, make sure you give me a five-star review. I'd truly appreciate that. Um, but other than that, nothing much really going on. Um, like I told y'all, um, my used car manager's feeling got a little hurt. He does listen to the podcast episode. So last month they had a record, I wouldn't say a record gross month, but they had a really good month. Um, we, hit our, we hit our forecast and our budget like we we're supposed to. They had 90 used cars, I think, for about 220000 So it was an awesome, awesome job. So real fantastic. Um, but... Anyways, we got to read, we got, uh, you know, the funny thing is, is I think whenever, and this is what, I think this is general, generally what happens at most dealerships. Um, you come off of a big, big month and you empty the, you empty the tank, but you don't really refill it back up and you wait for the next month. Um, and you wait for your 10th check because your, your stomach's fat and happy and you sometimes don't repeat what you did the month before, but we're not going to fall victim to that. I hope not because we're working, we're working our butts off. Uh, just a little bit more of a grind this month than it was last month. So anyways, one of the things I wanted to go over with in the podcast episode, a lot of people, a lot of y'all have been reaching out to me lately, which I truly appreciate that. That's awesome. Man, I think I got like five or six uh, um, DMs or private messages. Um, Like I told y'all, sometimes it takes me a little bit of time to get back to y'all. But um, one thing I want to tell y'all about, um, because we just recently hired some salespeople and I want to go over this because I think this is very key. This is very important is, you know, the, and we see this in every, um, everything uh, that you can have some sort of success at, right? For instance, when you, when you sit there and you watch football, right? And you sit there and you watch the fact that, um, you know, the New England Patriots, they win a Super Bowl, right? You know, you sit there and all you see is the, 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 the celebration and the highlight reel leading up to it, but you don't see all the work that was put in before that. So for instance, whenever this, they win the Super Bowl, they get off that field, they start all over from square one. It's not like they're gonna be automatically given the chance to go to the Super Bowl next year because they won last year's Super Bowl. No, they have to start from scratch, they have to start from square one, and you know they start that work in, uh, they start that work in um, getting back to where they're at um, as soon as possible, probably right as soon as they leave the field. I don't know much about Bill Belichick, you know, but I know that um, I know he's a, uh, I would say a workhorse, a, uh, you know, kind of a goat in a way. But the thing is that, you know, what when new people start at the, at the dealerships, one of the things that y'all see is you you see all this success of all some, of some of these salespeople, you know, you selling 25, uh, 30 cars a month or 15, 20 cars a month, and you know you want to be at that level right away. And the thing is is not saying that you can't get to that level as fast as possible, as soon as possible, but you got to realize some of the, them getting up to that number 
was built on a foundation of repeat and referral business. It was something that they've been doing for the last year, two years, 10 years, 20 years, whatever it may be. That's, the, that's what they've done over the time, right? And uh, for instance, you know, you have salespeople that burn out for the simple fact so they're not getting that instant gratification, that instant success. And you know, it wasn't like whenever I started in the car business, you know, I got eight my first month, 10 my, my second month, and then after that, it went on to 20 something. But, you know, and from there I maintained anywhere from 15 to 18 cars a month. I wasn't the super uber successful salesperson, but I was, you know, somewhat successful. Never really did it. Um, I shined. Same thing when I went into finance. It wasn't like I was super successful as soon as I went into finance. Sorry, I got to take a drink. That happened um, over time. And it took me about two or three months to figure it out. And even after two or three months, I wasn't knocking, you know, um, records off the shelf or anything like that. You know, I had to go in and um, it was something I had to slowly build up to. And when I had to go back into finance, it was something I had to build back up to. But the thing is, is I think sometimes we get upset uh, or we get um, discouraged in the fact that we're not, you know, at that super successful um, high level yet that we see everybody else is at. And, and I think, you know, one of the key things that I think that we do is, and that's why I'm going to kind of review over this uh, for you that are just now starting out in the car business, don't get discouraged. Don't get upset in the simple fact that you're not at where people are um, because it took them years to get to. And I want you to get there. Trust me. I hope you listen to all these episodes. You go back. I think we're on number 81 or 80 or whatnot or 82. Go back and listen to these episodes and, and you know learn what it is that you can get out of these um, podcasts and make yourself successful. So one of the key things is I always tell people, you know, I think there's five key things that you're four key things that you need to do if you feel like you're getting off track or if you want to be successful, right? So for instance, I've noticed salespeople come into the car business and they are all of a sudden wanting to um, figure out the, the system and rebuild the system, right? They want to do the system their way. They want to make shortcuts and stuff like that. And my key thing to you is stick to the process. You know, the 10, 11, 12 steps to the sale, whichever one you want to go off of, you know, it was a process that's built all, all, on um, almost all parts of the business, right? Uh, not, only, not only the car business, but all parts and levels of sales, you know, building that rapport, you know, taking our early management TO, you know, you, you see that in, in different industries too. But the thing is, it's a process that was designed that is almost tried and true over the years, you know, since almost probably since the biblical times, really. But the thing is, stick to the process. So for instance, if you know, you're sitting there and you sold eight cars one month, you sold 10 cars, or you sold 15 cars the third month, and then all of a sudden the fourth month, you know, you're all of a sudden you know, digressing, digressing or degressing, whatever you want to call it, digressing backwards, and you know, you're selling six cars, stick to the process. Go back to the basics, go back to the fundamentals of what you know and what made you successful. Because that's one of the key things that I see salespeople always, always do. They don't stick to the process and they think they can reinvent the wheel and start everything all over again. And I'm telling you, from my personal experience, whenever I had to go back into finance, it was like I didn't try to reinvent the wheel. I went back to the core basics and the process of what I knew how to do in finance. But the good thing was, is I worked for AutoNation. I was able to get um, more training and it even made me even, uh, even better. I didn't go in there thinking I knew everything about what to do when it came to um, finance, I went in there and I learned and I learned more. I went in there with an open mind. So that's the one key element I have to tell you. So stick to the process, okay? Another thing is, you know, I see this in the car business and I see people, 
you know, want to cut the umbilical cord too early. But if your dealership's allowed, if your dealership is uh, anything like mine, and I want my salespeople to shadow a sales a, man, a, a salesperson, and I'd like to, sh I'd like for them to shadow them for, you know, at least two two solid months. But the thing is, shadow somebody. Shadow, you know, if your if your manager hasn't hooked you up with somebody, ask them if you can shadow somebody. And then I would try to set shadow at least one of the top three salesmen there. That way you can see what they do on a daily basis to be successful. You know, I'm not saying pick up their bad habits, but see what it is that they do on a daily basis to be successful. Is it, do they have to make 50 phone calls? Do they have to send 50 text messages? Do they have to send 50 emails? What is it that makes them successful? Do they work the repeat and referral business? Do they go out and uh, go into the community and hang out with, you know, people and just shadow, shadow them? Whenever they're sitting there and they start from the deal from scratch, from bringing them in the door, you know, you're not gonna, you, in, in, in all aspects, you know, there's two different ways to shadow, right? There's the fact that you're just gonna shadow somebody and they're gonna make a car deal and you're not gonna get nothing out of it. Or you can be what I like to call, um, you know, um, their bait or whatnot, you know, their little fish. So you go out there and you grab it and you bring it in, right? You reel them in, right? You reel that customer in and you don't say nothing and you let the salesperson that you're shadowing do everything and you get paid a half a deal on that one. But the thing is, the key thing to shadowing is don't release, don't cut that umbilical cord too early. So I know sometimes in the car business, we try to get ahead of ourselves. We're like, I can do it on my own. I can do it on my own. I will tell you from firsthand experience, I shadowed for almost two months, two straight months, okay? And, and, and at a certain point, you know, I knew it was time for me to go out and let it go. Or I knew it was time for me to, to let go, do what I had to do um, in order to sell cars. So guys, you know, that's one of the main key things is to, all, is, is to shadow whoever it is and learn from them. Learn, you know, um, you know, one of the things that I see in the car business is whenever I have salespeople come up to me um, and, I'm, and I'm teaching them to shadow, I think the good thing is that they learn the good habits and they learn sometimes the bad habits so they don't, they don't recreate, recreate those. But you know, the thing about shadowing is, is there's certain nuances that you don't, it's, I can't head up with this in the way. There's certain nuances that you, that you, you can't learn. There's nothing that can be, this little thing can't be written down in a handbook. This little thing can't be, you know, um, put in a video. It's one of those things where you just have to watch and you have to observe and be a people person. So what you really need to do is just watch everything, watch the key features, you know, watch the customer. Are they shaking? Are they, is their body language giving off something different? And there's several books on that. I highly suggest that you read books on sales, but you gotta look at those things. You gotta figure out what it is um, that, that sets them apart that, you know, sometimes it's just the, the, the inflection of your voice of how you say certain things that transfer um, that energy to that customer and that customer turns into a buying customer. So, you know, there's a lot of different things that you need to learn while you're shadowing and, and do it do it as much and as, 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 as often as you can. Another thing is, um, I'm gonna get to, I like to do this one because I wanna get back to the next one uh, after this, but always listen to your manager. Um, now obviously, I know in the car business, you know, where I come from, um, there are not always great managers out there, right? I would like to consider myself one of the better managers. I don't know if I'm one of the great managers, but the simple fact is, your manager will not lead you in the wrong direction, or they shouldn't lead you in the wrong direction. It was one of the things I learned in the military, you know, the, um, is to take orders, right? So you take orders, but there's a certain level, there's a certain point where you don't really always have to take the order because it's not of ethical or moral um, code, right? 
So for instance, if the manager tells you to do something, I highly suggest that you do it, unless it's unethical or immoral. You know, if they sit there and they start telling you stuff, that means they're trying to load your lips. Like if you're going out there to present numbers, they're trying to load your lips, right? Now, you could be a whole year into the car business, and if your manager is still telling you something, and I still do this to the day, you know, I don't even care if you've been in the car business one year or two years. There's certain things that I'm trying to prep up to have that salesperson have their lips loaded to say a certain thing. I mean, I even have veterans in the car business that, you know, there's certain things I tell them that I know that they're going to transfer and relate that to the, to the um, customer. And, and that's the one key thing. Always listen to what your manager has to say. You know, if they're telling you to do something, you know, in, in, in relation to, you know, maybe a walk around or maybe, you know, getting the trade praised earlier in the process, listen to them. Because they, in all honesty, every manager should have your best interest in mind. Because if they aren't allowing you to sell that car, then they're not benefiting it from themselves. So that's one of the key things. Always, always listen to what your manager has to tell you, what he has to say, and let him guide you into the simple fact of, you know, how you become a better salesperson. Um, and when, you know, one of the things I like to do is whenever I'm, me as a manager, I like to sit there and I like to load the lips of the salesperson, but I also like for them to read a P to back. And, you know, a manager is not always going to do that, but, you know, maybe you should make that suggestion to the manager. Hey, Mr. Manager, you know, I know you just said that to me. Is there any, do you mind if I repeat it back the way it sounds the right way of what you said to me where it makes, makes sense in my mind? Because there's sometimes when the manager says something to a salesperson, it gets all, you know, messed up and, you know, not, not translated right in here. So when you go to say it, it's awkward and it doesn't come out right and it doesn't come out anything uh, like the manager told you to say. So that's one thing is always repeat back what they say. The other thing is, is just be very aware of the fact that, you know, they're looking at things from a higher level, right? So, you know, they're not, they're not, they, they sometimes forget, you know, what the whole sales process is and, the sell, and what the salesperson has to do. Um, as long as they're, if they're getting in the grind, they're doing it every day with you, they typically haven't forgotten. But the thing is, is that, you know, Man, I forgot where I was going with this thing. But <laughs> in the everyday grind, um, you know, I think that they're, they're going to give you the right guidance of where you need to go, how you need to get there, and in order to sell that car. All right, the very last thing that I could tell you that sometimes we as salespeople do that kind of take us off the, the beaten path and make us think that we're greater than the processes of the self um, is, is what I like to refer to as role-playing, right? I think one of the key one of the greatest things that you can ever do um, with with you as a salesperson is role play now that doesn't mean you should always role play with the same person so for instance um, and maybe I should do a whole podcast episode on this one on uh, role playing I should do a video over this one but one of the things I, I see very beneficial is when you role play right so um, when you're sitting there and you have really nothing else better to do you complete all your tasks for the day you know, what's something you could do? And, and and I always like to refer back to Peyton Manning. From my understanding, when Peyton Manning got at ten, arrived at Tennessee, he did these warm-up and these drills to get ready for the game, right? To get his muscles warm, to get his senses on high alert. And um, he did it every game. And the thing is, is what are you doing every day to get yourself prepped up and ready to go, right? Are you coming into work like me, for instance? When I go run, I sit there and I listen to podcasts. 
I listen to information, I read, I get my mind going and primed right away. So whenever I get into the dealership, I'm not sitting there acting on reactive mode. I'm already primed and ready to go. I've already got my mind ready. So for instance, if you're an athlete, the same thing applies. You know, you can't go into a football game or a basketball game and not dribble a single ball right before the game, right? You have to get your body primed, warmed up, ready to go so you can um, compete at your highest level. And that's the same thing that goes for us as salespeople, right? I'm going to do podcasts over that too. But the thing is, is whenever we sit there and we get started for the day, we sometimes just get into reactive mode instead of um, proactive mode. So one of the things I highly suggest is maybe you do it at the beginning of the day, maybe you do it towards the end of the day, is, and maybe you should do it throughout the day. You know, you should role play. Um, I always enjoy the fact of role playing with people because I think it gives everybody a different idea. Now, typically we as salespeople and sales manager, we take it a little bit easier, but it gets us primed up. So, you know, if you're sitting there and you're having a specific objection that you're having a problem with or a certain point of the sale that you're having an issue with, might as well just role play it, right? Or if you're sitting there and you want to do a walk around on a car and you want to make sure you, you hit on all those subjects, grab another salesperson, grab another manager, go out there and role play on the vehicle um, that you want to sell, the one that you're having the mo- most issues with. And, um, you know, sit there and, you know, at the end of the, the role play, you know, you should be debriefing and finding out, you know, hey, what's, what did I do wrong? What did I do right? Where could I improve? Same thing goes when you're presenting the numbers and you're presenting the pencil, you know, or when you're building rapport or when you're on the phone. There's a lot of aspects to the car business that you can role play to, you know, obviously, A, sharpen up your skills, or B, to get you primed up and ready to go for the day. Um, but anyways, that's one of the, I think that's one of the missed uh, opportunities in the car business is us not role playing with each other enough. Us not getting, I listened to a podcast, The Millionaire Car Salesman, and uh, one of the key things that, you know, one of the, the um, guys he interviewed with is he, he talked about role playing, getting you primed up and ready to go for the day. And I thought that was very interesting. I like the, I like the insight on it. Um, you know, I try to, I role play with, so for instance, with the salespeople that I have, um, if I see them and I'm presenting the numbers, I know they're going to present a hard, I mean, if I know that I'm going out there and I'm going to knock the socks off the guy and get this guy that's going to react and probably punch, punch my salesperson, I sit there and I try to role play that with them so that way they go out there with the utmost confidence. Um, and I always have them repeat it back to me and I try to do it over and over again so I feel comfortable with what they're going to present out there. All right, last drink. So, anyways, by the way, I'm drinking a bang, non, non, a non-alcoholic a non drink. So, And the other thing was, I think last Sunday, we were really busy, and I had to, I had some margaritas, so I didn't want to record a podcast when I've been uh, under the uh, certain levels of intoxication, okay? So, to recap, um, if you are trying to rebuild the, or um, trying to redesign the wheel or whatnot, don't do it, Okay. If you've had a good month and you come into a bad month, just do these few things. Stick to the process. Um, start from square one. See where you're missing steps. Shadow somebody. So if you if you're sitting there and you and you're three months into it, and all of a sudden you had a, a, a bad, you know, you didn't have a very good month for your first month. You had a very good month for your second month, and all of a sudden you're going back down. Shadow somebody. Watch them. Get a refresher. Get it. Get retrained. Listen to your manager. He's going to load your lips with certain things you need to say, and listen to him. You might not always agree with it, but just try it. You never know what, what's going to work and what's not going to work. And the very last thing is make sure you role play. Prime yourself, whether you do it at the beginning of the day, the middle of the day, or at the end of the day, prime yourself. Or, or, learn, or, or learn to practice how to overcome an objection or whatnot. That way you're not sitting there and having to struggle with that objection every time. So anyways, 
Um, I don't think I can do any more sponsorships because I think I ran out of sponsorships with the uh, Anchor app. So, like I told y'all, um, I do um, create my own websites, generate, generate my own leads, and uh, I do that with phone sites. Uh, I do have an affiliate link, so whether you pay for it with me or the other side of it, I get I get a commission out of it. It's not it doesn't the the price doesn't increase. Um, I'm going to generate a so I generate a website a website to get people to join me, but I'm going to start generating websites to um, generate business for me and the cars sell side of sell sell side of it. And you'll start seeing those. So if you want to follow me, they're going to be on uh, my Facebook page. I'm probably going to um, tag a couple people in my local area. That way they kind of see. I want to see show y'all what it is that I do. So anyways. I really appreciate y'all for listening to my podcast. If you got some great information and great content out of that, or if you want to hook up with me and you have any more questions about developing your own websites, please do. Um, like I said, you can find me on Instagram at TNTDad2728. Just hit me on the DM or request me as a friend. If you want to um, uh, find me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. And then you can find me on LinkedIn, Tony in parentheses, Anthony, last name Story. Please give me a five-star review if you love this podcast. I truly appreciate it. I don't get paid nothing to do this, so I do this out of sheer um, passion. And the very last thing is, like I've said in the previous podcast, this could be the, the hardest five-figure business or the easiest six-figure. You can go into work and not do anything and make five figures, and it's going to be hard. Or you can go into work and, tr- and, and try and prime and have fun with it and be the, be the easiest six-figure business. And the very last thing is we all win when we all win. So please share this information, guys. You know I love you all. Make sure you connect with me, private message me, DM, screenshot this, Car Sales 101. All right, guys, I love y'all. Peace.